The City of Angels is black and gold. You are listening to the Heart of LAFC podcast. And now, Joseph Zacker. Greetings, Los Angeles. Welcome to episode 240 of the Heart of LAFC podcast. Yes, we are back. Little break, little vacation, me losing my voice as I travel three national parks in a week. All good things, man. Uh, but we are here doing it. Uh, great news finally coming across. We'll cover that a bit as well. A little bit of celebrations for our brother Bam here. He'll talk about that too, <clears throat> including some amazing dance moves. Uh, we've got a lot of community news. We've got a match Saturday, day game, national TV. Yeah, it, it's coming quick. It's it's great. We're, we got busy time. Finally, football. So let's do this. Let's get into it. Bam, how are you doing today? Doing all right, doing all right. Had a bit of a late night last night, which was good. Got kidnapped by a couple of my mates and taken to a local football game. So Division Three football in my state, so the NPL 3. Saw the Melbourne Victory youth team go up against Box Hill. End up in a 1-1 draw, but it's good to get into local football, especially the local Greek communities and all that kind of stuff where you've got their spits going, so there's awesome food going on. And the let's say the comments that you hear coming from the crowd is always great. Colorful, I, I, I take it, right? Very colorful. Very, very colorful. But it's always great because especially when you just hear the the language you're not quite familiar with that breaks into the English abuse, then back to that language. Oh, that's that dude. So we're, we're code switching between what Greek and then colorful yeah. Australian banter. Uh, dude, that's beautiful, man. That's great. Though. Really like, low, you know, we've talked about this, like lower division football. It's as pure as it gets, you know. You're oh, not lost in the fireworks and the nonsense. It's it's about football. It's usually much more physical. Uh, tactics kind of you see them a little more obvious, you know. In this case, it's not moving as quick. Uh, and there's these old rivalries, like there's a different like layer to it that that's so much fun to watch. So I'm oh, happy yeah. they kidnapped you. Knew. That 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 that's yeah, good. It, it, it was good. good to get down and catch up with, with the boys and all that. Um, like, yeah, like going to see Box Hill Pythagoras, um, South Melbourne, you got uh, South Springvale Eagles, all those teams that each of them have their own ethnicity, ethnicity going on. So, mm-hmm. like Box Hill, South Melbourne, they're Greek. So, you got all the Greek food there. Um, you got other teams that are like Albanian. So, you, when you rock up, you got the Albanian beers, Albanian food. So, it's a great way to get multicultural and all that kind of stuff, too. Plus $10 entry, cash or card, go there. Standing on the, literally on the sideline with the touch judge in front of you, telling them, oh, you made a bad call. It's the other way. When they made the correct call, but you still telling me you made a bad call. It's always fun. Right. Right. You're just you're having a go, man. Like you got to do it. That's good. You know, it's, you know, there, there's some, some history of that here in Southern California as well, for sure. Greater Los Angeles soccer league going way back in the day and, I mean, you can see by the U.S. Open Cup winners here, you know, you have Maccabee, you have uh, remember State Stevens, we have my own family's history, uh, talking about uh, the Los Angeles Soccer Club, you know. I mean, there, there's yeah. 
we've had that where the ethnic groups and that that's kind of identification and you see with Australia as well. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's pure football. That's what it is. It, uh, it, it is. It's a pure fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So I'm happy you got out, especially now that the season's pretty much on break right now. Right. For, for a league. Yeah, I, at least done. At least done. Yeah. Um, so it's just all the local leagues. So, like I know last night there was three games in the Division Three, a couple of games in the Division One. Like in the state, you've got MPL One all the way down to State League Five. So it's MPL One, MPL Two, MPL Three, State League One, Two, Three, Four, Five, and down there they're broken up North, East, West, South, all that kind of stuff. So promotion relegation all the way through. And the, everything the low, driving distance. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Or yeah. there's a couple that are even walking distance from my house, but the walk home is always the longest after a couple of beers. <laughs> it feels a lot longer after a couple of beers. Yes. Now, dude, that, that's great to hear. It's good stuff, man. Uh, yeah, just getting out there. That's perfect. That's perfect. You're feeling a little bit better as well, right, sir? Yeah, feeling a little bit better. Um, just got the sunburn pain right now, but besides that, feeling a little bit better. Um, yeah, getting there, but... All that matters is me getting out there. That's the main thing. That's important. That's the critical thing uh, for us as well. Uh, like I said, I you you saw I went on a crazy vacation with the family, like we do every year. Last year was drive halfway across the country on Route 66. This year was to hit the California National Parks, at least the ones on the, in the Sierras. So uh, got that done. Mission accomplished. Had a few fun run-ins with some bears. I know, right? Wildlife. Uh, and uh, we're back here, uh, not even on a day's rest, coming out to you guys because, man, we got a match here. A good one. Um, but before we can even talk about that, I think we both need to just go right into it. Uh, Chiellini is official. Uh, he is one of our own now. Uh, he is black and gold. He had a fine cap tilt, I must admit. Uh, pretty classy. The intro looked good, too. You get the vibe that the man knows the culture um and that appreciates the culture and that's good uh that is really good seeing how he's responsive on social media already is also a good sign uh he definitely looks like he's going to be not only an ambassador but a leader from the get-go i wouldn't expect it any other way from him it's just you know good that we have him here even better we got him pretty much on the cheap for the player that he is having him under the dp contract it's a bit of a steal at only 18 months, even more so. Uh, we're not stuck in for a long time. Um, he can play this season and next season. And if he feels like he's ready to go again, I'm sure we'll be like, yeah, let's play ball. Um, if it's not so great anymore for him and, and he's, he's accomplished his mission, uh, he departs as a hero, right? Um, and everybody's happy and he moves on. Uh, so, you know, a big win for everybody. That That's what this this move is uh looking at it right now i mean bam look at the lineup look at that back line we can play a shutdown we can get more off we, we have options now this is what this oh, creates it, right it's a massive improvement like at the same time it's gonna be disappointing not seeing some of the younger kids coming through that have been playing in those positions starting every week but yeah being behind someone like chiellini is just going to make them so much better in the future being able to watch him in training, get tips in training from him, all that other stuff, the wealth of knowledge that he will be bringing to such a young team. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, you, you can't go wrong with this. Uh, and and just even in-game tactics, 
you know, dead ball situations, those type of things. He's going to be the kind of guy that will be there to direct. You know, Max is great at directing. We know this already. Uh, but having Chiellini out there who's been in the trenches, he knows what you have to do in those moments, right? Just the little things. It really does change the entire dynamic. Now, having him out there with Segura, with Segura being 100% good to go, yeah, it's pretty solid in the center there. Uh, the question is, what's it going to look like, right? Do you go three, three, three backs and then you you wing back it? Do you stick with the four in the back? You just have beautiful options. Like I can see a game where it's going to be Segura and him in the middle, Escobar on the right, Hollings head on the left, right? And just hold it, hold things down, get the job done, keep it simple. Or you could also go high flying as well uh, and go wing back madness. It's just good to have him in. Uh, let's hope he's healthy. Let's hope he's ready to go. I know. We all know he's ready to go. I mean, he's 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 a hungry player. Uh, so it's, you know, good news to me. I think, bam, I can't really take any negatives outside of the risk from age. That's about all I got, you know? Yeah. But the age and maybe pace, but with the speed that we've got in the back already, I think he'll be great to direct where the speed goes. So for that, it's going to be great. Um, the other risk is, does he start? july 8th and that would the be win- his eligible match right yeah window opens july 7th so the big question is is he allowed to train with the players right now oh, i'm sure you could i don't see why that would be an issue um you know i, I don't think anything's his locker is cleared out at at, at juventus like there's not a yeah. there's not a, a conflict or concern there yes i guess he's still in the paycheck until the window opens right at juve right that's when the contract's officially over but there's nothing saying you can't trial right technically trial uh well he's already got a number here they're selling the shirt like i think we're good i think we're good um and then we you know we were hearing from interviews i think john thorrington was mentioning and how he's been watching video on the team already and already looking at where he needs to fit in what he wants and what ideas he has chandolo's mentioned it as well uh, so you can already see the mind is working. You know, he's already figuring these things out. So, again, it's the right mindset. You already see a different attitude from him, something that we need to see, and a vocal, you know, mindset from him. So, good. Good news. That's for sure. Um, do you think he gets the start in that first game, or are they going to ad- adjust him into it? He's a type of player where... I'll be happy to throw him to the wolves. So I'll, I, I would, as long as he's been out here at least two weeks beforehand, having a run with the team and all that, I'll be happy to throw him into that game. Well, I guess the debut's next Wednesday, right? I mean, in terms of the public debut. Yeah. Where he, so, yeah. So he's already in town. I mean, that's what that means. So there's a exactly. little, a little window there. So we shall see. We shall see. I'm okay with him getting right into the mix. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with him coming in to play shutdown late in the game, too, if we need that to happen. But any old way, uh, if he doesn't see minutes in that match, I think everyone is shocked and disappointed. Let's be honest. You know, I think the expectations he's going to be in that show. So good. Our turn now. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so that that's what we got. That's good news. Um, other good news or r- rumored good news is the Vela situation. Uh, Bam, ha- you've 
heard some things right on social media it's been kind of rolling around out there yeah it's just everyone's still claiming it it's it's done it's just official announcement that's all that that i'm hearing is it's there it's signed just the clubs need to make an official so what that means we only right. can speculate because it's always just rumors and all that um you also got the dp rumor that's going to be attacking player like quote that i picked up on twitter from john thorrington was we have some fantastic options we're working towards a decision soon as it's most likely going to be an attacker one who will give maximum impact to help us with now and in the future so um tom bogart put that out he spoke with um john thorrington so he's fairly good with his reporting and all that so be interesting to see what happens with that dp spot so yeah i think it's pretty straightforward now <laughs> yeah attacking player it's just where do you slot him in uh is this somebody that's going to compete with arango right front and center uh does it mean one of our guys might be getting sold and they need somebody on the left right yeah. uh again transfer window opens that doesn't mean just coming in that means going out as well uh, and do not be surprised uh we shouldn't be surprised if some guys make moves no. Kind of expected at this point. Yeah. If anything, I can see that there'll be moves down to South America. I don't see many moves going over to Europe unless it's a transfer with a loan back. Because with a loan back, then they can keep fresh, especially for players that are on the possible World Cup. So expect to see a lot of World Cup players that are getting out of contract coming to the MLS, not just to LAFC. Yeah. You know, and we talked about Bale in the past saying he wanted to play through the summer. He can't be alone in that mindset. No. Right. They, no. they got, they it, got the world cup coming up. They want to stay fresh. They want to stay good to go. They want to get into the year. If they have a contract with the European side and they got to go back or if they don't, um, this would make sense to them because your season ends. If you come to MLS, Right when you jump in for the international window, right? Right when you get to train for the World Cup, you're going to be in full season shape. Exactly. Why wouldn't you want but, to be there? Yeah. The yeah. the the downside to it, and just because there's always a pros and cons, is the chance of injury during this period. Yeah. That That's where you got to put up with, like the risk versus reward, all that kind of stuff. So I do expect to see a few of the European World Cup players heading over here, even if they can just get a six-month loan or that. Because I can see a lot of clubs who go, yep, we'll take them for six-month loan yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Like, if it means that you can get this World Cup quality player to Cincinnati, to um, Charlotte, all those ones where the team's a little bit of a dumpster fire getting his World Cup <laughs> Getting these World Cup players coming for six months, getting an extra ten thousand people through this, through the gates to games, all that kind of stuff. It's a win-win for everyone. You'll take your summer rental. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. No, I, you know, it, it makes perfect sense to see it happen. Uh, you could see it from some Concacaf sides that are now in it because Costa Rica is now in the show too, right? They yep. want to be closer yep. to here uh, in the lead up for the tune-ups that are going to come up. Makes sense. We'll see. It should be an interesting 
Very interesting um, transfer window. Window. Um, adding to it, the league apparently just got richer, so the window could get even more lucrative uh, with this Apple TV Plus deal. Uh, what, $250 million streaming rights? Yep. Uh, getting, yeah, it's pretty good, man. I, I got to say. Uh, and the whole thought about the season ticket holders getting getting access is, isn't bad either. I think that's a good move, but that type of windfall for them. And this is not over air rights. That means they're still going to make money on over air rights. This is streaming rights. There's yep. still some wiggle room there. And uh, more money will be made by the league. Definitely. Yeah. And it's meant to, meant to be um, international streaming rights as well. So it'd be worldwide streaming rights on that. That's what I've been hearing now. Because it's Apple TV, I don't have any Apple products. I'm not an Apple fan, so it'll have to be an extra out-of-pocket for me unless what I've been banging on the doors at LAFC for, those international memberships, you know. It's like um, this year was the first year that Paramount had come to Australia and had the rights for the A-League. What they did was they had it as a optional add-on for season ticket holders. So for me, because I can't make it to every game in uh, for the victories, my membership is just a, a non-game ticket membership. So I pay 60 bucks for 60 bucks Australian for the year. I get the membership package. I get the discounts. I get, if I do go to a game, I can get discounts on tickets and all that kind of stuff. I still got to pay for them on top of my membership. But they also had it so for... An extra sixty dollars on top of it, I got Paramount Plus for the year. So that's cool. That's good. Well, that's that's so, not bad. Yeah. That's not so bad. so that's that's something I'd like to see the analysts do. Like, it's great that they're giving the season ticket holders it for free. Bit surprising, to be honest, because <laughs> you know that's that. a that's a, that's a lot of. Like, if you look at Atlanta. LAFC, Seattle, Portland, some of the ones that sell out week in, week out, that's a lot of people getting it for free. I'm not going to lie, though. I mean, dealing with Apple and Apple TV Plus, which I love, right? We get it here. They give it away for pretty much anything. Uh, you know, you buy a product, you're getting it for free. A family member buys a product. Well, you're one of two they can choose to get it for free. Uh, it's pretty wide out. Like, you, if you find a way, you'll 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 get in. Uh, this just adds to it, you know. Like, all oh, right, even that much easier. That's fine by me. I'll take it. Uh, good stuff. But good on Apple. I'm, I'm hoping to see what the, the, they're going to do something interesting with it. I know with baseball, if you watch them right now, it seems heavily driven on sports betting. It just does. Everything's a probability. Every time somebody's up, probably the base is this. And it's like, these are all look like exotic bets to me. They're not yeah. saying it's for betting, but the stats are there. Uh, and I'm wondering how, you know, if that's their focus on the baseball coverage, what's it going to be like for soccer? So interesting. We'll, we'll see how that goes. And of course, the other question is what's going to happen with their friends and family in the uh, pod fam and, and beyond within the, when you, the sphere of LAFC community media. Um, you know, what's it going to hold for everybody? Uh, what, what's going to happen to Max? What's going to happen to Vince? Our, our friends, right? Um, to see what happens to them. And if if they're going to be, you know, brought into this mix as well for local coverage, you know, yeah, it, well, we're here. Gonna, we're hoping the best for everybody involved. That's for sure. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what happens 
to a lot of the local broadcasters that like that's one thing I, i love about the baseball like i get mlb tv over here i pay for that when because i get to watch baseball the games i want to watch but the fact that you get to choose home or away um ra- radio so pick who you want to listen to so it'll be interesting to see what the apple does with that yeah yeah more questions than anything else but they're good questions because we now know that there's gonna be a positive change of some sort again just for the pr- people involved that you know our friends don't get hurt in this process. So that's that's the big thing. All right, let's push it on to the community news. I think for this one, since the match is tomorrow, for some of you listening to this, it'll be actually day of game. Uh, we're going to get right into it. And first and foremost, Bam, what do you got for watch parties uh, this weekend? Uh, so watch parties, you got the Black Armies going to SMP, like we I always do. So they'll be there. You've got Crew and Pride Republic joining for at... Gym Sports Bar and Grill for part of the Pride Month. Um, Merchant will be available. They've got a raffle going. So with raffle, you can win tickets to games, Pride scarf, LFC hats, Pride shirts, LFC Pride jersey, and many more. So at Gym Sports Bar is where they'll be. Um, go hit them up. You've got Quervos and D9U. Yeah. Yep. You can guess where they're going to be. They're going to be the D9U Clubhouse. So um, go catch up with them if you're in the area. The best bet uh, over the next couple, um, few hours, you'll see on the 3052 Instagram and Twitter, they'll be tweeting out and posting up where all the watch parties will be. So if you're in the area, can make one, go make one. So definitely go check all that out. Excellent. Yeah, it's there's a lot out there. There's also a lot traveling. A lot of our supporters are actually up there right now. Um, this one was pretty well attended. I'm looking forward to seeing how many because it did sound like there was actual like legit traffic going up there. So good on everybody making the trip. Summertime, it is a fun baby. trip. It is a fun it trip. Is. I you know I I like Seattle a lot. I like traveling to Seattle. It's 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 a great city. Um, no love for their soccer team, but. Uh, I dig the vibe in that town. It's cool. And a beautiful place. Bam knows because he's the guy that's got the LAFC record for longest distance traveled ever. Right? For yep. an away day, right? Right? And it just happened to be the first match. So he yeah. kind of just kind of had, had to do it. Kind of had to do it. Someone's gonna have to compete with you and go all the way to New York this time. Just to just to mess with your record, man. Uh well, <laughs> gonna... I'm gonna have to go to New York then. <laughs> Yeah, you got to do the job. There it is. Yeah. So, well, d- d- definitely yes, want to uh, do, definitely want to do Miami when they get a new stadium. Or Orlando. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've told you guys their their site for their new stadium is the best it can possibly be. Um, you can't get better. So I will definitely make that trip again with the family this time, of course, uh, because it's in the right location to, to have a good time with everybody. So good. Uh, looking also at community news, I know there was a huge fundraiser going on with the 3252. I think they just announced it today, right, Pam? Uh, yes. So the new announcement is um, with Pride Razor campaign in support of the Trevor Project. So g- jump on to uh, prideraiser.org. Um, it's all on this, it's pinned on the 3252 Twitter account right now. So you pledge, you make a pledge to donate for every goal during the campaign. Um, 
Yeah, it goes from uh, June 18th through July 8th. Basically, every goal scored during that period, if you pledge a certain amount per goal, it kind of builds it as a community and everybody's pledges get put together. And so you kind of know how much is made after each goal is scored, which is really cool. Um, it was building really quick this morning, which was great to see. Uh, but definitely do it. Um, if you're looking at Trevor Projects, uh, this is predicting uh, LGBTQ plus youth. Um, as we know, suicide is a a, a huge, huge uh, situation, um, sad situation uh, for LGBTQ plus youth. And so the Trevor Project uh, is there to support uh, youth and with prevention strategies and support strategies. Um, and so as a 3252, we felt this was a great organization to to support uh, for this Pride Razor campaign. There's a lot of other campaigns out there. Look up Pride Razor. It's it's really, really cool the way they get things set up for everybody. Uh, but yes, for us this year, it will be definitely be the Trevor Project. Um, so definitely support. And hopefully we get a lot of goals in this stretch, all these nationally televised matches, um, and we make it happen um, and raise a ton of money. That's the goal. So jump in, make it happen. That's for sure. Um, any other things you want to add in the community before we get moving on to the next thing, sir? No, that should be everything. Anything from you? Uh, nothing from me, but I do hear that you have an interesting Vinyl Club Minute in relation to Australia qualifying for the World Cup, right, sir? Yes, yes, yes. So oh. the because we Joseph has been doing the doing a band from where we just came from and all that kind of stuff. I thought we we had a couple of weeks off. I might as well take over and jump on this. So the band for this week, they have 59 studio albums, three live albums, nine completion albums, 37 singles. Their first album came out in 1991. They've been going around for years. Members have, have come and go different members and all that too. Some of the originals have come back and all because of, where is it? Where is it? Oh, yes. This man right here, Andrew Redmayne, this week's album of the week has to go to the one and only the Wiggles. <laughs> <laughs> The if you wiggles. have kids, you know the Wiggles. You you know them like so, like um, Big Red Car, Fruit Salad, Yummy Yummy, all those ones. Did you say everyone... no or loathe? No or loathe? I just... No, no. Everyone knows no. them. Okay. I, I grew up with them, listened to them. I still listen to them to these days. The last album that they dropped was a um, re-wiggled album. So what it is is there's a bunch of Australian bands did covers of the Wiggles songs, and then the Wiggles did covers of other band songs. So you got the Wiggles doing covers of Elephant, Pub Feed, Praise You by Fatboy Slim. Um, they did a cover oh of gosh. Get on the Good Foot by James Brown. Shipping up to Boston, they've done a cover of. So 
<laughs> if you get a chance, listen <laughs> hey, to really you know, good, good on them, them, man. They work hard for what for that they earn, dude. Like there, there's no question they do. Um, I like it. Good choice, and I can't, I can't hate on the goalkeeper too hard with the beard he has. I'm sorry, but we're in a club apparently, and so mm -hmm. I have to be nice. Now, what he was doing on the line, I can't say I've ever done that as a player. Okay, ever you've thought about it, but you've never actually followed through with what he did, and and he no. did it. Uh <laughs> like who I see dances around that much to try and put the sh the shooter off. It works and then have we both got feet on the line, right? Not step out too far. Yeah. Yeah. But but then everyone knows what the greatest thing that he did during Australia's first penalty kick. So Australia, yeah, Peru took yeah. the first penalty kick. Australia was up second. That's all fine. So Australia takes a shot, gets saved. As the Peru, as sorry, Peru steps up. They score. Australia steps up. As they're doing that, Redmayne walks over and goes, "Huh, bottle of water with Australian notes on it." Into the Australian fans it goes. So the Peru keeper had enough to leave it out there, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the, the, why not put it in your sock? Like in your sock. Like it's not that hard to do. Right. It really isn't. Nobody's gonna say a word. Like I don't I don't understand. But uh yeah, very, very much a rookie rookie situation. Ooh, we have before we get into comments from you guys, good choice on the music, good choice on the wiggles, red man. Congratulations on getting to the World Cup. Same to Australia. Good stuff. I just saw somebody is trying to move into the episode right now while he's driving. I'm not sure this is the safest thing we've ever done, but it is essential. <laughs> we have to put it on. He's laughing in the process. Tony is here for a moment, I hope, right? For a few minutes at least. Uh, he had to drive his dad to the airport. So we're giving him a chance to kind of jump in a little late. But here he is. Tony, welcome to the show, sir. Welcome. Welcome. Hey, hey guys. Um, it's not the airport. It's there was a blackout where I live, and something happened police-wise and stuff like that, where it had to shut down the power and they shut down any service up there. So I literally just booked it down to the hill. I'm like next to a coffee bean at the moment. <laughs> Using like coffee bean Wi-Fi, is that what's going on here? No, uh, actually, I'm using my own my own one. I'm not even using the coffee bean Wi-Fi. I just needed to get to an area where they're like, "Oh, this is not suspicious." Not at all. The guy lit up in the car on a podcast. <laughs> not, nothing wrong with that. Not not at all. So, Tony, I know you've you've probably heard a little bit of the episode, and we, we've we've already we we've gone super fast today, and so we've already gone to the Vinyl Club minute. We use the Wiggles. Could you believe that? uh and so in honor of 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 the goalkeeper okay, oh, for, okay. For australia because okay. he can't stop you know he has the wiggles so mm -hmm. yeah we're, we're here we're, we're getting right into the listener reactions so definitely this is a good time for you to jump on and and hear what people say and so we're gonna get into those ones and then if you want to jump on any of those i'll give you the shot because we finally got you in here into the mix <laughs> so everybody let's get you going here tony's now on to listen as well <laughs> uh let me see here who was the first today looks like beast of course course you did is first on there with the lfg i'm betting that beast you're probably gonna be at the d9u clubhouse for the watch party if i'm gonna if i'm gonna make a safe bet uh and so if you're going 
I, you might be a good chance to see Beast there. Uh, yes, Tony the Tiger. You now see Tony the Tiger uh, got shut down by a police action. What? Um, but he also <laughs> had to go to the airport today, so he's had a busy day. Yeah. He yes. Yes. He right, Tony. Yeah. Yeah. Very busy, sir. <laughs> Mark Lopez is in the mix. Uh, here for the chowder and the three points. Here we go. Uh, Marvin in the mix as well. Yes, Marvin, you were right on the assist man last episode. I had a moment. Sorry, man. Uh, LC Beast, congrats on Chiellini on his two-year contract. Uh, like his attitude, wants to win and earn it. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Wolf in the mix says, good evening. Uh, finally, LC family back. Two weeks seems eternal to, <laughs> to me. Uh, black and gold, baby. Exactly, man. We're in the mix. It is a while. Uh, Beast want to know any news on Segura's return. As far as we know, he's in the lineup now. Um, he's available. So, yeah, uh, that's that he was listed last match as being available. So, yeah, it's just us easing him back in the lineup. Right, right. Uh, Marvin says, hope to see Segura return. He's on the bench two to three weeks ago. They seem to get some minutes versus Seattle. It is time. I agree. It is time. Uh, Anthony Bermudez in the mix says, I, I saw someone posted. They asked a question to JT about DP situation. And he said, we have been looking at good options. Mostly said attacking DP. That's what we're hearing guys. Good news. That's for sure. That is what we're hearing. So yes. Um, situation on Carlos Vela's, uh, contract for Anthony was asking as well. Again, as far as you know, it's just a matter of time. Um, didn't hear anything otherwise. Uh, then we have Wolf says, I don't believe Vela will leave. Out of all clubs, he fell in love with LAFC. Even if he leaves or retire, I hope he stays and he's, becomes a part of managing. Yeah, we don't really know that aspect of Vela, right? I mean, the managing side of things. He's been a pretty chill dude, um, even with his teammates. So uh, we we don't know what, what's in store for him. We just know that he's very comfortable here and his family's comfortable here. So he wants to be here if the money's right. And it's sounding like that's where we're at now. Uh, right, Tony? You're hearing the same thing, right? Yeah, it's pretty much money situation. Nothing's inked in stone from from everyone I talk to. So we'll see what happens with him. I hope he stays. But again, the money has to be right. And if he gets the money, then he has to produce. I mean, if he's here and we bring in a new DP and our back line gets solid now that guys are getting healthy, this is the strongest team we've ever had. Complaints or not, situations that annoy us with what we've seen earlier in the year, this is still the best team that we've ever fielded, uh, without a doubt. Uh, everything seems on pace. I know there's some records. Bam, you were mentioning a record. You know, I don't want to bring it up now or bring it up in the preview, but I thought it was an interesting one that you brought up. Yeah, so I was listening to Soccer Down Here podcasts on Twitch. Um, they're the guys that they do the radio crosses, feeds for the Atlanta United and all that too. They mentioned that... LFC currently has 10 goals scored from uh, substitute players, and the league record is 12 in a season. <laughs> like, we're not going to hit that, right? <laughs> Be very surprised if we don't hit that from now. <laughs> if we don't, we're in trouble. Uh, <laughs> so, see, more good news, guys. Uh, another record that we need to knock out, and a good record at that. So, we keep it going. Thank you, Bam, for that. Good find on that info. Uh, Ox is in the mix. Wolf says, let me see your cap. There it is. There it is. 
our boy junior uh kind of created these ones for us if we can get more we'll, we'll try to get a hold of them but they're kind of hard to get uh <laughs> uh b says congrats to the city of champions la and being one of the hosts of 2026 world cup yeah and we didn't really jump into it we can jump into it a little more now uh i know we were going to but hey you know we'll let you guys kick it off but yeah so we're in we're in it um it is definitely going to be in inglewood at sofi stadium which of course creates a logistical magic and a stadium that is built narrow for football that is not grass that has a roof looks like a greenhouse i go but uh they're gonna have to do something about that now from personal experience i'll say this in 94 they played a game at the pontiac silverdome yeah it's outside detroit i actually went to a game there usa switzerland as a kid for the world cup they put grass in there man there was no light there was no it was these hexagons they they, they attached together it was like a jungle in there with the heat and humidity but they got it done and it was the first time they were able to bring a field indoors and be functional and pull off world cup matches and you know what the field conditions were great so if they could do it back in 94 i'm sure they can figure things out at sofi it won't uh, be an issue definitely right but, um from everything that i've heard is as soon as the nfl season finishes in 2026 they're going through ripping up all the astroturf, laying the real real grass. Um, they were using heat lamps to also help grow it. Um, what's surprising is that's going to be the World Cup where they expand to forty eight teams. There'll be yeah. 16, 16 groups of three people of three teams. There are sixteen host cities. Each group's going to get a host city. Isn't that what going to be wild? That that that's that's your home base, like. Yeah. And if they're put, if, what? if they're really smart, what they'll do is, for example, A one plays B two, B one plays A two, in the knockout stage. A one, you've been playing in the city. That's your home field. It sounds like that could be the case. It really does. And the way they've set it up, you're only going to be in town for 10 days. Your group, the group play pretty much burns in 10 days. Like that's it. 10 day span. Yep. And you got, you got to pull three games in 10 days. Uh, yeah. If you look at the schedule, it's pretty rough. Uh, very short. It's going to be a, um, a survival tournament more than anything else. And just trying to stay healthy <clears throat> and keep yeah. your lineup, you know, where it needs to be. But well, you, you look at two, no travel helps. If that's the case. Exactly. Yeah. And every city will have four games minimum. They'll have the three in a group stage and a knockout game guaranteed. Because you pretty much. Yeah. 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 It's good. It's good. Um, I honestly look at look at the games in Mexico and go, man, I, I wonder if it would be a better deal to travel to a a, a, a game, a, you know, a fir first round games in a Mexican city rather than uh Houston, you know. <laughs> <laughs> be way more fun i think uh so it, it it's going to be really interesting to see who gets placed where when these you know when it, when it all gets worked out in the schedule which is coming you know this is now right we start hearing these yeah. things so uh really excited to see how it's going to work out was surprised at some of the snubs and a few of the inclusions for which cities they're going to run with houston to me i realize it's a massive city population wise i get that but Houston as a World Cup host, I think, is rather interesting, especially at the expense of, am I wrong, Chicago and D.C.? 
both got pulled. So the last World Cup opening day was held in Chicago. And now they're not even getting a game. It's not like Soldier Field is a dump. They redid the place. But, yeah, they've moved on. And then Vegas didn't get a look, which was surprising to me. Uh, with the brand new beautiful stadium that they didn't get a shot. It, 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 but again, if if Bam's thing is what it is, where it's all games in one place, and no, nobody wants to have three teams stuck in Las Vegas for ten days. Like I, I think that might have been the situation uh, where logistically that might be not as fun um, or good for the players' health. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it really interesting to see the way the cities go. I'm just happy we get one. Um, it's interesting, interesting to see that Levi's got it as well up North, um, used to be Palo Alto, right. Uh, would get world cup games, but now it's, it's Levi's. So, uh, also being all American football stadiums is kind of interesting too. I think the only MLS soccer specific stadium even brought up was BMO field in Toronto, uh, getting to get world world cup matches. So, and then, uh, BC, but BC's football too. So. Yeah. yeah, but you look at it too, going from a logistics point of view, as much as we all love the Bank of California Stadium, you can't have a World Cup match in it. Nope. Nope. You, you, you just can't. You, you need the NFL stadiums so people can go to, to the games. Because if you just have it at Bank of California Stadium, you and me won't be able to go. We won't be able to afford $15,000 for one ticket. Which is what it will be, you know. Um, having having been to the World Cup in the United States, just get ready for some crazy prices, everybody. Um, they were crazy back in 94. It was nuts. Um, it's going to be nuts again. Uh, the demand for it's going to be special. So definitely do your, do your part to get in for the bid. Put your deposits in when they say do it. Don't wait. Uh, it's going to get fun. But I will tell you this. If you're a host city, legit. It's a giant party if you're a host city. You'll have some cool stuff, cool installations they're going to set up. Last time in Los Angeles, the World Cup trophy was here uh, at the Fan Experience Hill here in L.A., uh, which was really great. There are a lot of legends there, and so I'd expect the same, the same show to come out again. So it's great to be a host city. It really is. It's going to be fun. Uh, that's for sure. Tony, you got your two cents on uh, – on the World Cup venues, anything interesting to you? Or you're like, hey, let's just do this. I'm just curious to see um, if... So the U.S., of course, is going to be in the U.S. and have home field advantages, of course, the same thing. The question is, for Mexico, are they going to be in Los Angeles or in Texas at all? Play any games there? Because that's technically their home field advantage as well. Well, I think they get Azteca. Right. I mean, there's no, no question. They're, they're going to Azteca. Like, well, no. why would they not? Well, they, have, but what I'm talking about more is after quarterfinals, it's all us after yeah. that. So that's where it goes. Do you, does the U S confederation kind of stick it to Mexico and be like, we're going to send you to New York or we're going to send you to Kansas city far away from Mexico-based area, you know what I mean? I think with Mexico fans, it doesn't matter. Wherever they go is home. No, true. I, I There's no way. Um, you know, when they talk about World Cup ticket sales, and then I say, well, the U.S. always sells the most tickets. Like, whatever World Cup, when it was in Russia, the most sales came from the United States. What people aren't realizing when they say hey, it came from the United States, 
yeah, there it came from the United States, but they were fans of like half of the teams or mm-hmm. more. You know, they just happen to live in the United States, Americans for the most part, but they have their national team that they love. You know, and so they are the ones that travel. So when Mexico travels, it's going to be Americans, right? It's going to be people from from here. Uh, it's going to be home. Uh, that's who's, who the draw is. You know, there, there's no question. If they go to New York, boy, what a party that's going to be. And so I was surprised about Chicago not getting, you know, getting it because uh, Mexico fans taking over Chicago is kind of a summer pastime. You know, it just is. Well, uh, so yeah, it, it's going to be interesting. Let's say throw them in Seattle, and you're like, oh, or into Canada for a game. Like, really? I also have to say, since I wasn't here earlier, I'm happy Bam's in the World Cup, but I know he's not happy because he's stuck with his his manager. That's why yeah, I was. Well, I even said, I was like, yay and yay and nay for Bam. <laughs> stuck with it. It was all win win. It's win we make it. It's. W- when we don't make it and he gets sacked. It was a win-win regardless for Australian football. <laughs> I mean, guys, let's be honest here. Are any of us happy with our national team's manager right now? Any of us? No. I'm not a Bear Halter fan. I'm not. I'm not. But he's there yeah, doing yeah, but, what he's doing. Yeah, but has Bear Halter already been the manager before and failed before for the no, national team? No, that's rare. That's super rare. That's Graham Arnold. That's technically so ma- weird. That's Mexico's MO. <laughs> right. Like, is their manager going to still be their manager by the time it happens? You know, uh, Mexico seems the most volatile right now as to maybe they try to change course right before World Cup just to shake things up. Who knows? Right. Not, yeah. And it would not put it past them. So uh, it's going to be beautiful. I can't wait for it. The celebration is what it is. And of course, the expanded tournament makes it even better. So good on that. Good it's going to be a good month for me over there. You better be coming out. Yeah. Uh, I know you're coming out. Yeah. 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 At, at the moment, a lot of my Australian mates are also thinking the same idea, basing ourselves out of Vegas for a month, because I'd be some of the cheapest hotels for, for a whole month and just flying to games that we want to go to. Are you it's sure? Not like anything's ha- Oof. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, I, well, well, you're coming. That's all I know. Um, yeah. And I think we're all going to do our best to, to to celebrate it with you, man. So all good. All good. Uh, Beast is throwing out the SoFi Stadium home of the Super Bowl champion, L.A. Rams. That is true. That is true. Uh, Beast ain't on the Apple game either. But we all kind of will be for free. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bermudez, names on DP players that you want or LASC could sign. I mean, I'd, I'm always going to fanboy on Bale, especially since he said he wanted to come over. So I'm just going to stick with fanboy mode for this one rather than logical mode. I mean, there's some others there, right, that I would definitely like certain uh, Uruguayan players uh, that I would definitely love to see over here. Fight, right? I want the fight. So that's where my head is at on that one. Bam, do you have any exotic thoughts on that as well? Well, seeing that Australia's now made it, um, Jamie McLaren, like to see him get over to get over. Um, a few of our under-23s that were robbed against Saudi Arabia recently, some of them will be some good players to keep an eye out. Um, what about what about Irvine from uh, St. Pauli? Jackson Irvine? Definitely yeah. take him. Okay. Um, he would do well from, with this team, I would. I think. You know, he would. He'd fit. There's a, a lot of young um, 
Sudanese players coming through for Australia at the moment because we took a lot of Sudanese refugees over in the late 90s and all that. So there's a lot of them coming through, which would be good for us, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, I, Tony's down there. Do you got a name, dude, that you want to throw into the mix for this one? Um, Suarez, um, probably. As but it's just like, do we already have one bully in the back, but why don't we have one more bully in the front? so that we can offset like offset it because at the end of the day we, that's what we need um east coast of course my main go-to but that's just me and there's i was actually kind of going through transfer market with um, my friend a couple nights ago because we just got bored and looking through it <laughs> of course um what's his name murray or murray or whatever his name is from uh monterey He's only they only want four million for him, so we can probably afford that. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You know, I we'll, we'll see what they do. I mean, we're kind of guaranteeing South American. We just don't know who. <laughs> That's kind of how it runs. Uh, so we'll see. But I'm looking forward to it. Again, new blood, new strength for the lineup. Hopefully, uh, well, I, I'm not even that worried. I know it's gonna be a a fun, a fun tilt. So we'll see. Uh, B says, I don't want to see stats such as probability shown during a live game show. It, yeah. Talking about Apple who loves probabilities in baseball, but I have baseball's a numbers thing anyway. So let, let's hope that stays away. Um, Oh, beast wants to know, is the cat in the car with you, man? No, they're at home. <laughs> they're okay. As most people know, cats can see in the dark. So, they're okay. <laughs> They're He's taking probably care. digging it. It's quiet. Oh, no, it's already quiet as much, but now it's even quieter. So they're like that. They just were meowing at me because they needed food. There it is. Uh, Wolf in the mix talking about Vela. Uh, yes, produce. This is about Vela. Not 2018, 2019. If he can take a cut, I hope he stays. Yeah, you know, if he's the, if he's the producer, the guy that actually sets people up, uh, it's a whole new dynamic for him, and it helps us. Marvin Chavez, didn't they release salaries in Vela is at $4 million now from $6 million previously? Not sure how that works if he hasn't renewed yet. Yeah, it's all new now. Um, whatever it is, it's going to be a new number. I'm not thinking it's going to be $4 million even at even at that. So, uh, <laughs> Beast, uh, never heard of the Wiggles. Did they ever make a football-related game? First song, right? First song. They, they, they actually, um, no. on their Twitter account, they actually did a congratulations to the Socceroos and Andrew Redmayne little video. So if you jump on jump on Twitter, look up the Wiggles, and you'll see it. It is quite funny. Things we could get shut down for copyright if we throw it up here, that's for sure. <laughs> Definitely. Not doing that again. Uh, let's see. Wolf, cheers for three points this week. Imagine we won the champions. Let's go. Uh, Giorgio Chiellini, exactly. Uh, Beast, you're right. BMO is small for a World Cup field. Uh, Chavez went to two World Cup 94 matches. It was the funnest thing ever. Don't remember who played the matches. <laughs> Dude, I, I don't know. The one game where I actually cried was USA Columbia. Um, I will admit to that. That was tears of joy, though. Um, Y'all know the story that happened after that game, but that was one of the craziest moments I've ever lived through in a football match. Um, that was in Pasadena. 
So, yeah. Uh, Bermudez, I think uh, Bank will still have teams train there because Brazil and Peru were playing in the Coliseum. Neymar was training in the bank. Yeah, I think it's going to be used for that. That's for sure. It would make perfect sense. Even the Performance Center could get some stuff in the field across the street now that we've built, you know, the youth, the youth training area. That'll get used. I'm sure Carson will get used by teams. Again, if there's three teams home basing here, uh, they're going to have to find places to play. So, makes sense. <laughs> Beast is saying 2026 is the year for the US. Hey man, we can all dream, dude. We can all dream. All I have to say yep. is time Mexico is in their home area, we make it past quarterfinals. So yeah. I mean, the last time they had past quarterfinals, they were the host, right? Yeah. And here we go again. So there it is. They're gonna break the curse and get out. They're gonna break Just out. Just don't sleep on my Commonwealth Brothers Canada. Dude, I, no, I, I'll love the Canada. Like they're they're in, so and now they're gonna probably look good in this World Cup. They're only gonna build on it. That's for sure. That's for sure. Uh, let's see. You're gonna run down. Oh, this is interesting. Hey, didn't he not want to sign with us and made that move? Uh, Marvin Chavez has just reported that Cabasita wants to leave the Saudi League. It was a huge mistake for him to go there instead of LAFC. Rumors America won him. Well, he made his choices, people. He did make his choices. If he wants to come here, he can come at a pay cut if that's the case. That's life. Taking his Tam. Hey, man. Get 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 richer. Get richer. Uh, and Wolf DP one more midfielder. But I mean, Cabasita, if he came here, he'd still have an amazing impact and it would be great for us. I don't doubt that for a second. But yes, he's had trouble over there. It hasn't been great for him. It wasn't a great adjustment. So lesson learned for him. Uh, Could have said I told you so, but you know, it is what it is. So we'll see what happens there. Good stuff on everybody for the comments today. Uh, we'll get into a little preview here and then definitely we'll jump in with you guys towards the end here. Tony. I uh, hope you're staying on for this. Looks like it's stable. So it looks, looks like you're in, man, which you might put you to work too, okay? All right, so games are back on. Season's back. Uh, team we played just played a few days ago. That's how back we are, okay? Um, we play this weekend. Then we play the 29th. We play the 2nd. We play the 8th, 17th, 23rd, 29th. Gosh, that's evil busy. Um, three national TV games in a row because, uh, you know, that's even easier couple day games man they're just beating up on us dude that's what this is uh but here we are we're in the mix at least we got one more one more guy getting into the lineup uh, a couple guys getting healthier let's do this all right uh we talked about the schedule last week let's get into the seattle preview bam how is seattle doing right now they seem to be looking pretty good yeah so the last three games has been one loss which was a one nil away to rapids and two wins, which were 2-1 to sh- at home to Charlotte and a 4-0 at home to Vancouver. So the last game was a 4-0 win over Vancouver, which had a fifth-minute penalty scored by Lodero, 28th and 24th-minute brace by Rui Diaz, and an 89th-minute from Roldan. And, you know, if you watch the highlights, it was Seattle taking off and kicking butt getting a little lazy and almost getting caught towards the end of the first half and then kind of taking things over in the second half and, and handling their business. Uh, they look they look like old Seattle right now. That's what they look like right now. 
Uh, the, the troubles they had earlier in the year, obviously, that was because they were winning something important. There's a thought. Um, and now they don't have to deal with that anymore. Tony's shaking his head. I'm not going to be nice about this. Should have been ours. We blew it. Simple. Uh, didn't get to where we needed to go. They did. Congrats to them. They earned it. Now we'll just humble them when we go to their house. That's the plan. So, yeah, looking at it in terms of form, they're turning it around, right? Their focus is different. With the leaders that they expect or with not, right, Bam? Because looking at who's there, there's some, you know, been some injury issues, right? There is. So they've had um, Joel Palo out for a while, and he's still out. Um, they're getting Gomez should be back for this game in defense, which is good. But after his brace, Rui Diaz did his hamstring out for at least two games. So no Rui Diaz for them, which was good for us. While for us, the we're missing Junez and Gaines like normal. Um, Romero's out for health and safety protocol. And Tajuri Shadi still out as questionable. Interesting. Okay, so lineup is going to be modified. Some old faces coming back in, but modified. For us, sounds like, well, expectations are what they are. For them, modified. Now, Tony, who do you, who's available, is standing out? What's the good, bad, and ugly going on right now? So the bad or the ugly or eh, both, I think, is they're, they're finally over their Champions League hangover. Um, yeah. From shout out to shoulder to shoulder when they always bring in their correspondent from another team to that covers it. And they pretty much that's what they what was going on the last couple games. They're just going over. The so they're finally back into into position. The um, the good part there We'll say that was the ugly. The bad part is they do see us as a rival. So again, rivalry games always throw it out the book because we they don't like us. We don't like them. They they see us as almost their new successor of how they ran their team before because not that long ago, Seattle, before they'd gone into this renaissance of winning everything almost every year, was just like us, coming in strong coming in going well and stuff like that just needed to get over one hump and when they finally did it just exploded for them and they are the team they are and the good thing is is we're fully rested we have most of our people back we had a nice little tear so it's going to be all guns going forward yeah focus is there um they heard us we heard them they know what they got to do the hunger, there is no question. So uh, having that little bit of rest to get to work on things. Hollings had mentioned that as well as they got to work on things a bit and figure some things out going into it. It gave them that chance to finally find themselves in a way uh, before getting into this long stretch. Now, looking at the lineup for Seattle is going to be interesting. They played a lot of 4-4-2s with the available lineup. They can't do that. Now, last game they played Rui Diaz up top with Montero. That's not even an option now because Rui Diaz is out. If you're looking to what their potential lineup is going to be, look back to the match against Charlotte, okay, and how they how they line up against Charlotte. I think that is a much more realistic approach to where their lineup needs to be against us, and I think it just matches up better. But we know this lineup. It's not a shocking lineup to us. It's probably a 4-2-3-1 this time. With Rudy as that lineup, I have one choice, Montero up top. Not like he doesn't hurt us every time we play him. He kind of has a history of doing that. So we do have to deal with that. 
Um, outside of that, you got Fry and goal. No shock there. Uh, Gomez, you said, is back in the lineup. Bam, so he should be there next to Ariaga. Uh, Tolo on the left, Roldan on the right. Defensive mids, probably Vargas and Rusnak. I know they got him in this year. That's a huge improvement for them. Um, then Morris, if he's available and healthy and ready to go, which back from break, he should be. Um, and Roldan on the right side with, with Lodero uh, as your playmaker. I don't see it being any different. Who else is in the lineup that's possible? Uh, you have Will Bruin, Kellen Rowe uh, that are options. Uh, Jackson uh, Reagan uh, is your center back option if Gomez isn't ready, but we're hearing Gomez is. Um, Leva, and of course, Jimmy Medranda, you kind of expect him to find his way in for minutes in this game. I wouldn't be surprised to not see him. Um, and then Tevez. But, yeah, Medranda off the bench seems to be an obvious choice, as as would Roe be, be the option. Um, but, yeah, I expect a 4-2-3-1. Bam, do you think it's going to be any old, any other way but but that? Nah, it's – they'll go back to the um, – to that lineup. Could see maybe um, Sezokok coming on because he came on last game for him. So – could see him pop on for a little bit. Um, Tevez came on last game for him. Lever came on. Bruin came on for Rui Diaz. So I expect Bruin to start. Well, I mean, Bruin versus Montero, right? Pretty That's much. Right. And both of them aren't 90-minute guys. So you kind of see how that's going to play itself out. Um, at least I don't think they are. Right? I mean, you'd expect some some interchange there but yeah i'd be yeah. very surprised if there's not interchange there so yeah it'll be interesting so it's not an not an easy game right i mean we're going to their house it's going to be tough i know we're used to seeing certain names that aren't in the lineup but still it's seattle it's it's a team focused great manager great setup it'll be a good test for us just good knowing that our team has options as well which brings it to us and of course that is the real story what are we going to do with the lineup changes needed? What are we going to do with certain names being available now? What do we go with? Are we going to play the 4141? Are we going to go wild and go with the 433? Is Vela ready? Is Vela not ready? Questions, 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 right? So, from what I gather, seeing who's in and out, is Vela ready, Bam? For me, I'd say so. He's not listed as questionable. The only questionable is um, Drew Shadi. He's not listed out. So, Going by that, I think this would be one of our strongest starting lineups that we could go with. They're all had a two weeks break. Coming in, I expect us to throw everything at this game. So obviously in goals, we all know he's gonna be in goals. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Gotta be Max. Gotta be Max. Exactly. Back line, who do you see? I'm gonna go Escobar. Palacios, Segura, Murillo. Segura, Murillo, fall takes a rest, or at least yep. falls on the bench. As, a, as much I'm as I love it, man. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll back him to hell and high water. I'll back him. I'll be his biggest fanboys. I know Tony's over how much I love the kid, but <laughs> but for me, he's on the bench. Interesting. Interesting. So you want to think experience is going to be the name of the game for this lineup with that back line? 
Yeah, for that back line. Okay. Uh, mid, where are we at? I think Ilya is kind of the given. Acosta is the given. Sifu. Who we put in it? And Sifu, right. No shock there. No shock there at all. Um, which puts you at a three, three-man three setup. So Rodriguez, Arango, Bella, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I, I don't see it any other way. I don't see the 4141 in this. It's a 4-3-3, let it rip. Um, we'll go to war. Yeah. That, I, I'm with you on that one. I think that's it. The only other place where I, I think you could see the variance is Segura not starting this or Mario not starting this, and you have fall with Segura. But we've known how good Mario can be when he's next to Segura, so why wouldn't you go that way? They're different when they're together. So, uh, yeah, just seems there. And, of course, if you need him later in the game, fall comes in. Yeah, it gets wild. So uh, uh, you, look at two, you still got Hollingshead that can come in. You mean the guy that's going to be leading scorer by the end of the year? That guy? Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, my preference is always going to be Hollingshead over Palacios. That's just where my head's at. Um, you know why? Uh, nothing against Palacios. I just prefer Hollingshead. Um, but I, do I think that's going to happen? I think Bam is probably right on the lineup, even though I prefer Hollingshead. Yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Tony, any other variances possible? Or does that sound pretty legit to you, sir? That sounds pretty legit. There's nothing really changeable because, again, I'm more curious to see once we get our new TAM person and also any new DPs that we sign. That's when everything changes. But at the moment, that is probably our strongest lineup going forward. There we go. All right. So, again, options, options, options. Now, if Vela ain't ready, if Segura ain't ready, I don't think there's any shock as to what happens in the lineup at that point, right? We know it's fall going in for Segura. Um, ooh, big question. Who goes in for Vela if he can't go? Apoku. 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 Yeah, there it is. It's just it's too easy now. <laughs> <laughs> we know what we want to do. Yeah, yeah. So... Uh, good on that then. Um, no shock there. Uh, anything else you guys want to add to the mix? Or let's get it back to the few comments we have left for the day from from our our loyal uh, supporters. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something in there. So they've announced the ref for the game. Uh oh. So Alan Chapman. Now we've had him once. We've had him once this season. We was a 2 0 win over Minnesota. Seattle's had him twice this season. One was a 3 2 win over Carson. The other one was a 2 0 loss away to Dallas. So you're now, saying there's a chance? No. So, out of the 11 games he's officiated this season, 63.6% home team wins, 18.2% away team wins. 18.2%, it's a draw. All time, we've had him 15 games. Eight games as an away team. 12.5% win, 75% loss, 12.5% draw. Seattle's had him nine times overall at home. 77.8% chance of winning, 11.1% loss, 11.1% draw. We're going to go up against 12 men on the pitch. 
let so alone we're dealing with a homer, a homer yes. all the way. No matter mm-hmm. where he goes, he's the homer. Yep. So, out of, out of the 207 games he's done in his career with pro referees, 58.9% home wins. That's 18, 18.4% away wins. All right. Well, time to break the odds. That's what you're saying. Uh, yeah. Yep. Odds are stacked, but you got to make a result happen. So, bring it seattle and they're missing some key components the ones that hurt us the most let's be honest so uh i'm still feeling optimistic i know the numbers sound ugly but leave the numbers to apple tv plus let's make it happen um (laughs) all right let's throw it in everybody let's see the comments what's going down with everybody um let's see uh Beast says Seattle is a dangerous team. Expect hard fought game tomorrow. Seattle is one of my favorite opposing teams in the league, which we have a winning record against. Let's not forget that. Okay. I know it's by like one, but still it's a winning record. Uh, Wolf Seattle may be the best to win, but if LAFC wins, it's going to be powerful, emotional, and physical, uh, and physically, uh, we'll show their top dogs want revenge. Yeah, of course. Uh, history overall, they've heard LAFC the most in huge games. That is for sure they have. Um, let's see. Marvin said they have mediocre depth. Yeah, but they still get results. Um, oh, Bermudez. Here's those them stats again. Wow, man. All right. He says, we haven't won in Seattle since our first ever game. That That's Dude. my fault. I've only been to the one Seattle away game. That means you have to come out again to break that curse. (laughs) Uh, B says, make it 19%. There you go. And then, Wolf, bam, you blasted my week away. I can't go against numbers, but I'm optimistic. Let's go black and gold. (laughs) There it is. All right, guys. Thank you for the comments. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. You guys rock. Coming in clutch on a Friday night, putting your time in to join us for our madness as we preview this match. So we are here. Season is back. Rested for some, tired for others, getting all crazy, doing what we got to do. But we are here celebrating World Cup qualifications, wondering where our teams are going to play for the next one. Yeah, we just know that LAFC is back. It's a busy schedule. And after today, it's a sprint to the finish. So bring it. It is on. So, of course... Tradition dictates our final comments of the game of, of, of the day. Uh, man. So who do we, who gets it first? I think Tony, since he just kind of slid into this thing, he's going to have to do this. So Tony, your final thoughts of the day. So um, I'm excited for Kaylini finally announced and everything. And from what I hear, if you listen to the Vince and um, Max podcast, he's been following us since day one, since we've been here. So I'm excited about that. He's going to bring so much more to our defender, even if he doesn't play. I'd rather have him. He's one of those players where I'm okay having him as an advisor to help our defense be better. Because he's going to bring so much more. Um, overall... Everyone be safe when you for who's those who are traveling to Seattle. Um, have fun out there, it's always a great time. And also, let's 
hopefully get a good DP, especially attacking your midfield. I don't care which one, as long as he produces. And we finally have three, and let's get these three points and move forward so we can come back home and celebrate the right way. Well said, sir. Safety. Yes, that's for sure, man. Thank you, man. Uh, bam, final thoughts, sir. Final thoughts. Um, MLS is back. It's a 5 a.m. kickoff for me, so going to get up early for that. Um, for those that are traveling up there, have fun. Stay safe. Um, it's a great trip. For those that are going to watch parties, again, have fun. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Um, look out for each other. If someone's drinking too much, get them some water. Just make sure that everyone stays safe. Um, and get out there and support your local teams. Go watch, like the, um, as Dres was saying, the Los Angeles League. Go find some of those games. Go watch some of them. Go have some fun. Meet new people. Go talk some crap to to people while watching the football. It, it's the best thing to do. Like last night at the at the game, we're talking about the game, talking about other games, just really relaxing, having a couple of beers, talking while watching the football at the football live. So look after each other, stay safe, have fun, and let's get back to winning ways in the black and gold. There we go. Nothing beats live football, people. He's right in that. Whether it's at the bank or at your local park watching the Sunday League team, it's still local football. It's still a good time out. Yeah, that's how it works. The purity of this sport. All right. From my end, I'm going to first and foremost thank everybody for coming back with us for another another week of this madness. Um, we'll be back again next week, the usual times as always. Now that vacation's over. Uh, double games to deal with and all that other fun stuff. I know, I know. So we'll get back to you guys as soon as we can and cover these matches, uh, cover you the best we possibly can in this crazy, crazy run to the finish. Um, I'm feeling good. You're feeling good. So let's do this. Of course, tradition dictates the final word of the day. So, Tony, final word, sir. Stay golden. Bam. Stay golden. And for me to all of you, Stay golden, Los Angeles. Thank you for listening to the Heart of LAFC. Make sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes or Stitcher. Shoulder to shoulder, the black and gold is taking over. <laughs>